You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy, I'm also one of the people here. <laughs> I'm Will. Gosh, you are such a buzzkill. What is wrong with you, buzzkill? Nothing's wrong you with Buzzkill Bill. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Golly. You I'm know what? Do you, is it what you guys you came Bill? in ready to fight today. Bill? Yeah. People have. I've not been happy about it. Listen, when people see... <laughs> this is what's happened. When I, people see my name, William... Yeah, they automatically. Oh, he's a Bill. He's yeah. that little Bill. And I'm like, how do you even get Bill out of William in the first place? So Will is someone no like when I think of Will, I think of like a like a happy guy, a fun guy. Yeah. I think your alter ego is Bill, and that's kind of what you're being right now. Oh, being a Bill. You're being, you're being a, a bi- Bill. I'm There's an adjective I could use. You're being with a big alliteration. Right now. That, yeah, big old Bill. Big old baby Bill right now. <laughs> you understand? I'm sorry that I've, that I've made you all guys day. mad. All day. All dang day. You haven't been here all day. Didn't even need to be. Well, I didn't need you to be. You got here like 15 minutes ago. You. I was texting you today, Preach and you sister. just... No, I sent attitude, you... Attitude, drama, blah, no, blah, blah. You... <laughs> attitude, drama, blah, big of, old Bill. That's no, what it is. None of those things are true. <laughs> You're like, Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> that's that's it. Every it's time. true. Amen. Oh, I'm this sorry. This is a g- glorious day. Let me just Can say. Can just start over <laughs> with me being Will instead of Bill? I want to be happy yeah, again if and you, joyful. If you did what I told you to do, what, what did you I told to you do? you need to have a little talk with Jesus and get things right. Uh-huh. Now, if you've done that, you can change your ways. I did. I did That's talk to Jesus That's the only way I'll today. forgive you. Okay. All right. All right Consider tran- it done. Transformed. He repented from Bill and now is Will. Yeah. Hey, Will. It's like Saul to Paul. <laughs> hey, guys. Look at that. Look at that. He's That's back to normal. Thing. Oh, I feel like it's that Joe Pesci commercial. I give him a Snickers and it's no longer oh, him. Yeah. It's like, Bill, eat something, please. Yeah. You know what it is? He's drinking diet soda. Who mm-hmm. does that? Right. I do that. Wow. Will, I mean, if you're drink, Will does. If you're going to drink diet soda, drink West Virginia's diet soda. That's true. Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew is, let me, let me just say this. Diet Mountain Dew is better than regular Mountain Dew. It's the only mm. diet pop that's, that's better the than the original of pop. Most people who drink diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. But like, but regular Mountain Dew's way too sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. All right, so what are we talking about today, other than sodas? Well, Pop and Will's bad attitude. Ugh, don't get me started. I don't know. Think of the bills going I like on. your shirt, by the way, Heather. Thanks. I've worn it before. Well, Did you like it then? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't win. <laughs> trying to be Will and like be happy and give you a compliment. Um, She's wearing a Golden Girls like shirt. You know, let me I just, just say, wanted to say thank you for being a friend. <laughs> let me just say, you missed a real opportunity in your latest blog post to use that line. I did use the line. No, it was you the didn't. title. The title of the blog was "Thank you for being a friend." That's true. Uh, you maybe should I didn't read, read the, the first line. Then. You just started on line two. <laughs> I did. I read it and I was like, "Man, what a missed opportunity!" No, I, I, I said I titled it "Thank you for being a friend." I was also in a suit effect. Travel, so. travel down the road and back again. Yeah, you do stop. love that show. That's great. He, he nicknames the pastors the Golden Boys. Yeah, Golden Just Boys. Just has a different ring to it, though. It's a little weirder. <laughs> yeah. We discussed this a few weeks ago. You all need to stop with that Sorry. joke, okay? Okay. So our listeners have been very, very busy. busy. Maybe just one particular listener um, sending in uh, mailbag questions. Might be the only so. listener we have. So well, He told me he hadn't been listening for a while, so oh, <laughs> he's, okay. he's back. He's been busy. All right. 
Um, so you guys um, did a podcast without me last week or the week oh, before that. That was a good one. I didn't listen to it, honestly. Hey, listen, I missed you. It was very lonely. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I understand. He's it was it was quiet around here. Because you're not a friendly person. <laughs> Let's, and you know, I, I had a lot of commentary for your past sermon. Let me just tell you, I was at home when I was like... Okay, so you were watching online. That was the face I made. What he said, people were watching online. No, listen, my friend. No, I sent him a text. Yeah, that that was aimed at me. Yeah, it was. You think he didn't know that I was saying what was going to be there? No, that's what I was going to say. Is there every week when I preach, there are always some jokes that find their way into the sermon that are not in my notes. They're not planned. I send my notes to Jeremy. He can vouch for me. Baker gets them. He could tell you that joke was in there. That was not a written. No, that was not a written joke. And it just crossed my mind because I, I said, because I said, everyone in here, y'all are my friends. And then I said, the people online though. And I didn't, I didn't even realize yeah. that you were not in the room yeah, and that you sure. were watching online. Yeah. I missed you Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's the, are we, we're doing mailbag. Yeah, we're okay. going to do some mailbag. So you guys did a podcast last week on, um, that was kind of just a further in your notes that you weren't able to get to in your preaching. So we do have some. Just like you just extended your sermon to a podcast. Yeah. Pretty much. What did you talk about last week? Demons. Oh, the truck. Demons. Yeah. See, he, it was so unenjoyable for him. He I loved demons. it. It actually was fun. Um. Okay. So there's one. Oh no. There's. You one made that one. one joke where you called her. Yeah. A demon. Yeah. And that was not appropriate. But. Yeah, we got some hate uh, mail over there. Now I have to that. go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in passing. That way I can send a little comment. <laughs> yeah, man, little comments. Okay, so here's a question. Discuss euthanasia. Okay. Include different scenarios and situations such as significantly progressed disease or sickness, taking someone off of life support, instances in in which it happened, etc. Oh, oh, I think it meant youth in Asia, I was going to say. Like young people that live. Young people in China, Japan. On the eastern continent. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that instead. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. All right. So, sh- I, I I mean I don't know. What the, I guess they want to know what we think about it. Whether people should have the right to end their life if they want to. I think yeah. it's complicated. That's what I think. So it's complicated because so when I used to teach government, there's these you have to make this distinction between rights and privileges. I'm, I promise you, I'm not going to go somewhere. Okay. And rights and privileges are like say like like voting is a privilege given by the state. Driving is a privilege given by the state. Now. Leaving your house is a right. You have the right to move, but you don't have the right to use the interstate, right? That's a privilege given to you by state. You didn't build it. They built it. Whatever. You have to have a license for it. Ending your life is really complicated and where it falls. First off, I would say it's unbiblical to end your own life, um, right? I, I think that the if, – if and again, I say that with this caveat that there is people who struggle with immense amount of pain, and it's very easy for me to say that. But there are people who are suffering day after day without hope of getting better. Yeah. Uh, and my heart breaks for them. And I think the question when it comes to euthanasia is um, you, you, could, you could make the argument that something has already taken their life. Sure. It's terminal. Sure. Right. You know, so to speak, in these cases. So let's just assume going forward in the conversation we're always talking about um, either medical issues or things that have, ha- you know, due to an accident or something that's terminal. Like life is going to end anyways. Yeah. Because of this. Because of this, right? Um, 
So I, I think that I, – I, I, th- I say that because I think we would we would all agree that just like ending someone's life because they have – you know, some something that decreases the quality of life is that that's not that's not biblical. Yeah, what's well, not? And and my what man. what nation? There's some nation that um, I don't want to guess because I think I'd guess wrong. There's some nation that like boasted that they they ended the population of Down syndrome in their nation through abortion. Yeah, um, and so golly. it's just super gross um, because it was yeah. like, well, it's yeah, a, if anybody Western. has Down syndrome, we're not going to let them be born. Yeah. Right, and so that that's that's not that's not biblical at all. Yeah. And in the same sense, even things that may be diagnosed later that might cause you know pain in life or you know a a lessened quality of life that doesn't that doesn't make it okay to end life. So where where it becomes difficult with me is because I think that people have a right to make bad decisions, mm-hmm. um, and I think that people have a right. You to do it all the time, uh, all the time. Mm. It's true, I do. <laughs> Um, right. Anytime I'm like, Seanettes is going to get better. I'm just kidding. Seanettes is good. <laughs> wow. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Oh. That's a joke. I've, I've, I've eaten Seanettes one time. I took that personally. I know. Um, so, but in, 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 in all seriousness, like, I, like if someone eats fast food every single day, they're going, that's going to kill them. Like, that's yeah. not good for you. Like, yeah. that's, that's bad for your health. So is it the, the immediate, like, okay, I'm going to press a button that's going to inject poison in me and kill me quickly versus... I'm going to smoke and kill myself eventually. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's hard because I like is it the longevity that you are killing yourself is the problem? Um, is it because you still have a chance to die of something some different. other other than, right. than cancer when you, when it comes to smoking? So it, to me, it's that great. It's that it's a fine line. And not only that, but you have also people that have a um, mental um, um, issues that that might. Mm, give them a difficulty in making certain decisions on whether or not they should or should not be able to end their right. life. If someone has Down syndrome. Or they're not in the right, right the frame right. of yeah. mind right. because, because they're not thinking clearly because of the pain they're in. Or That's whatever. right. Um, and I remember giving this to the government class, like, do you think people with uh, uh, some sort of severe mental illness or a handicap should be able to make these decisions. And very quickly, they were like, no, 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 no. They shouldn't be able to make that. Right. I'm like, well, that's that seems weird. And, yeah. and therefore, it's not a right, if that's the case. Right. Um, and so there, that's, so do I, I don't think it's biblical. Um, I, I, man, I, you know, but there's, there's a fellow that I know who died. He, who knew he was going to die. He didn't seek help. He went out hunting and he died while hunting. That's where he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Like, he let himself die. <clears throat> I don't think that was wrong of him. Yeah, I think that's really? actually where I would draw the line. Yeah. I, I think active versus passive. I think active, uh, the active mode of taking your own life is not biblical uh, because we're called to choose life. The Lord chooses the day that we die. It's in his sovereignty, not our hands. Um, but I think passively allowing those things to happen isn't always wrong. Um sure. And, and I think just, just for example, like hospice care, um, hospice care is, is a wonderful, uh, a wonderful thing, uh, to decrease pain and allow someone to pass away as peacefully as possible and make them comfortable while stopping life sustaining or saving procedures. Right. So we're not making an effort to keep them alive, but we're also not killing them either. Yeah. I, I think there's a, <clears throat> I think also if, Escape from pain is the end. Then you miss the purpose of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, wow, that was deep. 
It was. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but but you know you know what I'm saying. Like I think I think that and when people who want to say let's give people the right to kill themselves, I think they're missing the purpose of the pain in general. That's not the end. That's not the end. I'll be on. Yeah. And again, I say that not being um, someone who who suffers with that. So like I know people will be like you know, that that could right. And that's a, I, I know you know lots of people have. It's it's so common. Lots of people have found themselves in the position of taking a loved one off of life support. It's yeah. really hard decision to make um i don't think that's the same thing as euthanasia it's not no, um, and, and so totally different. so taking someone off of uh, a machine mm. that's keeping them alive is is far different um and so so yeah versus I, I, pressing a button that kills you right because because you're not dying right versus the other one or you're not yeah. dying fast enough versus the other one yeah we're sustaining you right yeah, there is a difference there um, I, i've actually julie i've told her that like i wouldn't like there's a degree in which i would want the the plug pulled because um you know there's that idea of like at, at a certain degree in life i would rather just go home yeah uh, mm-hmm. than, than live in some sort of uh, go to your heaven at home yeah yeah right, right. um better, so better get it in rotting pal what's that better get it in rotting pal oh listen i i would be mad if if we spent a lot of money on on keeping my life going don't do that mad. God. I wouldn't be like, why just do? <laughs> like, why? I just, I cremate me, you know, you know, I just. You can go in the backyard with my dad. <laughs> sure. I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I want something super simple. Okay. I like, I'll give Will a gift card to do my funeral. Like, not even a good gift card. Yeah. A cheap one. Are you, are you, are you hey, what? Chipotle. He loves that place. I'll give him no. good. Oh, that's right. Give <laughs> Chipotle. Oh, my gosh. I'll yes. take a I'll That'd take a uh, I'll take a Seanette's gift card. <laughs> I love that place. I know you do. Okay. So by the way, this this is episode's been brought to you by Seanettes. Yeah. Yeah, and and they have a great cob salad. Country cooking at its finest. Mm, home man, that's it's home. You don't cooking. like Seanettes because literally everything on the menu has gluten in it. They inject gluten in their lettuce. Like yeah. you can, it's like <laughs> they have gluten lettuce. You, listen, the only place in the world you can is, eat gluten lettuce. This is like before they were it's like gl- it's lettuce. Someone that's right. I'm telling you, it inspired Panera Bread. Like everything is breaded, uh, fried. It's okay. it's delicious. I'm just jealous. I can't eat there. Yeah, he's jealous. He's struggling. Okay, here's another question. In recent weeks, we have had a wonderful sermon. Oh, we had a wonder, wonderful sermon that yeah, Pastor Jeremy gave oh. talking about parenting. <laughs> Good job, Jeremy. <laughs> My question is, does the command be fruitful and multiply that we see in Genesis 1.28, which is interesting because we start Genesis this week, mm-hmm. apply to all married couples? Meaning, is it God's desire or requirement for all Christian married couples to have children, assuming they are able to? Uh, so my generic answer is yes. If I had to give a quick answer, yes. I think Christian married couples should have children um, if they can. I think it's good for them to. Uh, I think it's a blessing. And I don't know why you wouldn't. I. I so the question is, is it is it wrong not to? Uh, golly. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with saying yeah. I think in the end. I think, I think it's, um, yeah, I think to have it not even as a consideration would be wrong. Um, like if you're just like I don't like kids, they're icky. They they make messes and make make life hard, you know. And if it's a desire of just like perpetual comfort, um, then I would say that's sinful. Um, I, that's what I'm trying to think. Like what what would be my thought was like career. Like it'll slow down my career. Yeah, yeah. So I, I Which think that I read is, a great poem so by saying, the way called "Damnable Ambition." Oh, that one day is coming out. Yeah, and that's what that's what draw. It's my, so good. It's yeah. very good. So you're saying if there's not factors in their life like 
medical condition, yeah. genetic issues, and that yes. it should be a consideration. Now, there are lots of extenuating circumstances, too numerable for us to think of all the cases. It's obviously a case-by-case basis. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not for it's not for us to look at look at a couple and judge first of all because you don't know why they don't have kids if the couple doesn't have kids it might be because they've tried and they can't it might be because they're not ready yet and they they might plan down the road it might be some other extenuating circumstance so so we can't judge that um but i do think like if you're listening and you're married and and you don't have children i think you should you should see in scripture that god wants his people to reproduce to multiply to be fruitful in that way and to to take part in making disciples through procreation um it is it is a call to his creation um yeah i i like what you said when you when because i listen i i've i know i've i've done this before uh i've said you know someone was fostering or something or adopting i was like man they really should maybe start with a with having a kid and finding out oh they can't right like whoop, yeah foot and mouth right so the, you know i love what you said like you you'd never look at a couple that doesn't have kids and go oh they're in sin right yeah, their ambitions just, too good for, yeah you, know, you just yeah. don't know right but but i would but there is <clears throat> so let me case in point i used to not want children um and actually i was okay with not having children i remember telling julie like yeah you know Think about all, like, how much money we would save. Think about how much time we would have. I'd go down, and all of those things are so true. How much more sleep we would get. In the pro-con list, kids put a lot of cons in they there. They do, but, but, but when you when you heard all that, all of that was, I don't want to sacrifice, and I want to be mm-hmm. more comfortable. Yeah. And, I, again, I was that guy who was totally fine. We had a cat. I thought, I said, well, we got a cat, you know. Um, and I, I, I didn't. Um, so, yeah. So, I would say, and we were someone who, you know, well, Julie had some difficulties, but it wasn't impossible. It was just like I didn't – I just – I was okay not having kids mm-hmm. because I didn't want to sacrifice. Yeah. But like, I think it's, it's not – and the command is not just in Genesis. You see it You see it in Proverbs. You see it in Psalms. Um, you see it a lot of different places that the Lord makes it clear that, that – um, I mean Psalm 127. I might have got it wrong. Psalm 127 that, that soldiers of the Lord fill their quiver with arrows that and that are their children and and some for some people that's that's one two three four whatever it is that you, mm-hmm. you know because I think at some point you know the person that has like seven kids I know we all know a, an example of this where I feel like the last kid is just kind of abandoned like the parents are too tired to take care of them and that becomes a feral why, are you, why are you looking at me like, we, Tava's fine Tava, everyone loves Tava. That was no, Tava's yeah. great. But 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 I saw so you take you take that, and it's like okay, maybe you should have stopped one before. Um, <laughs> oh but, god, you know I, I'm I'm kidding, but but you know what I'm saying. Like there are people that you can um, they, they you can take on too much, uh, whether that's you know with, with so I think you should you need to know your your limit and boundaries. Um, financially, right? You don't want to have so many kids to where you can't afford to feed them. Yeah, don't be irresponsible. Um, but also for those who can have kids, um, I, you know, uh, and or can and can't. Um, so you're saying that <clears throat> this is just me thinking. Um, yeah. So you're saying that that there's many things to consider because you know you should you should be fruitful and multiply. However do that in a responsible way because yeah. if you're ha- if you're popping a kid out every nine ten months and you can't feed him and you yep. got a different baby daddy every, you know that's not a responsible Ju- thing julie and i have reached the point for example where i think it would be irresponsible for <clears throat> us to have, another, to, to have another kid yeah um so that's why we don't so like i would love more children but we should not have more children um you know my kids are 
you know, hellions and hard to take care of. So, they're not. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> but, but I like, love them. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, we just don't have the capacity. We don't have the house for it. We just, right. You know, it's just not feasible. Well, and I, you know, I think um, I think sometimes medical medical concerns also oh, gosh, play into yeah. that. Like, I, I just think about myself. Like, I don't know if I could have handled another child mentally yeah. with my mental health. Um, so there's a lot of different that's factors what I'm saying, to play into. Knowing your boundaries, it, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you have to know that. But but that's different. Saying I'm not, I, I can only have one for mental or mm. physical is different than saying, I just want to sleep in a little bit longer. Gosh, I do want to sleep in a little Oh, bit I do longer. too. Don't get me wrong. But like, <laughs> I want to be asleep right now. At the end, that shouldn't, like, the, right. the, that that's not the reason not to procreate. Okay. Okay. So. Well. All right. Okay. Uh, So we do have another question. I'm sure you all are not prepared for this one, though. Not prepared for any of these. (sighs) You should be. They were given to you today. I knew them, but I can't remember, though. (laughs) They they were sent them. Yeah, they were sent in today. Half of them we couldn't even see. (laughs) By whoever sent them. Oh, my God. Bill. They were half aid sent today. So (laughs) Um, this one is... uh, this one is referring to a local Christian movie that's out. Um, can you all give a review of the new film, Jesus Revolution? From my understanding, Lonnie, Lonnie Frisbee is a fairly controversial figure in the conservative Christian realm. So is it this a film that evangelicals should be promoting and watching? I don't even remember this I've, question. This I've, must have been sent in before. I've never heard of the movie. His, it's out right now in theaters. Why are you all looking at me? I've, not, I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, he lives under a rock. I, I know about of the, the movie. Code? No. <laughs> I know of the movie. movie. Lots of people have sent it to me. It like seems frisbee. That's churches were like renting out theaters and going yeah. and see it and stuff. I, I'm not comfortable enough to, with really anything to just be like, all right, we're gonna just go all in. You know as a what? Church you feel more owner. comfortable with? He what? feels more comfortable <clears throat> renting out uh, the the church to show Top Gun. Than you do absolutely, yeah. Any sort of religious movie because that. let me let me let me actually. I'm glad you brought that up uh-huh. because Top Gun is just entertainment. Oh, I thought you were saying when Top you, Gun is amazing. Christians, <laughs> it is amazing, but Christians have a really so hard patriotic. time. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this with the Chosen too. Christians have a really hard time just accepting something as entertainment, especially if you mix Jesus in with it. It can't yeah. just be entertainment; it's got to be a doctrinal mm. right. thing. Now, let me be devil's advocate here. Okay, be him. All right. The devil needs no advocate, All right. but whatever. But there's also, listen, there is what we've seen in Christian entertainment. It's also a really easy way to slip in some old heretical pills. That's true. And they slide in really the, easily that's, that's the, <laughs> because that's people the go, thing, there's though. Jesus. Right, but and that's then, the thing is is the local church needs to say, you don't get your theology from the chosen. You don't get your theology from Jesus' revolution. Is that on. what it's called? You don't you don't get your theology from Jimmy the uh, Da Vinci Code or uh, the Passion of the Christ or you Mel Gibson not. or but people do though yeah I, they I, do that I get that it happens so was, and that's why as a pastor I want to I want to teach not rent it out I want to teach <laughs> right I want to not rent out the theater <laughs> yeah. and be like this is how we're going to learn about Jesus so just go watch this movie about the seventies and so I've not watched it oh, it's about the seventies that makes sense yeah, yeah it was it's, the, it's like it's hippie Jesus hippie Revolution. movement it's the Jesus movement. It's yeah. a, uh, excuse me, it's called the Jesus Revolution. So people Revolution. are moved by this? This is like something that, like this is popular? Yeah, it's uh, based on I, a true story. I've listened to several podcasts on it the, from people, um, from authors I follow who have podcasts and stuff. I've listened to several. And I was actually going to go watch it last Thursday with a group of the friends guy from the, church. The guy that plays Jesus in The Chosen. I want to see D&D more. Plays the hippie in this. 
the wait, the wait, say it again. The guy that the plays guy that Jesus? plays Jesus in the Chosen he plays, the, plays hippie. the hippie in this movie. Is it made by the same people? No, no, no. It's well, not okay. the same. This people. guy it's, it's really on... has a stick that he so has. It's, it's supposed to be based on. <laughs> it's his hair. He's got beautiful hair. You are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's supposed to be based on a, you know several people's encounter of you know of the Jesus Revolution back in the seventies. Whoever asked the question, I'm really sorry. We can't answer the question. I'll watch it. Yeah, me and, if it's me like and Jeremy Hulu or something, I'm not gonna go see it. Let's go to the theater. I'm gonna go let's see D&D next Friday. Let's call it Don't work. Don't you remember Listen, we discussed like going someone, and doing this one in the since theaters? Since someone asked, oh, doing yeah. this episode. Since someone asked about it on the church podcast, you we go can call on the church's dime. We can call it work. <laughs> go on it the can be a work day, during, man. Yeah, like we can have an office popcorn. day and just go get some popcorn oh, and watch the movie. Maybe we'll take Baker with us. sodas. You wanna go, Bake? Right. Bakes, bakes in. So, okay. I'm, I do want to watch it. Not, I don't, excuse me, let me rephrase. I don't want to watch it. I'm willing to watch it. But yeah, I would say, you know, especially... <laughs> our thoughts are forthcoming. In our yeah. culture, I was talking to someone this, this past week, was that that we, we just like some people um, once upon a time used to read, a lot of people used to read, we are, we story, we storytell via visual, right? Rings so, for sissies. I'm no, sorry. like, like no. Mov- movies are the way that we, that we storytell yeah. these days. Yeah. And so I do think there has to be some caution. When it comes to sharing biblical things, via I think the I think that's, that's so important too. With uh, w- I think I think you kind of nailed the nailed it. What am I trying to say? You hit the hit nail the ha- on the head. Yeah, Is that hit what you the did? nail with the hammer. <laughs> hit yeah. the hammer on the nail. <laughs> hit the nail with the hammer. Shut up. Anyway, I I think a lot of times uh, religious movies can be super cheesy and oh gosh, just, there was a football one that was horrible. But here's the thing: the less cheesy they get, the more the more theology <laughs> so Nazis repetitive. get mad at them. Yeah, like the less cheesy they are, the people like the people that like want to shake their fists and the, get mad about lack of doctrine. The they get mad. Facing the giants, that one's listen. <gasps> we're not going to don't stop. hate on it. Sorry, it's I'm good, sorry. <laughs> the Kendrick brothers listen to our podcast, man. I'm kidding. I love the little giants. Yeah, the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I that, was gonna, the, that was the play they ran in The Little Giants. Oh, it was okay. called The Annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> From the makers of The Big Green. Yes, I got you. Oh, oh my God. God. That's a great Christian movie. Sandlot, too. Yeah. All of them. Yep. Oh, help me, Lord. Okay, so the last question, we're going to wrap up, because I'm done with you all. We're not recording two episodes today. I'm going home and away from you all, and I don't want to see or hear from you until Sunday, okay? Um, someone asks what books you're reading at the moment. The Bible. Okay. So I'm actually reading a book called The Backwoods Preacher. I took a break from it. I just got back into it. It's like a it's like a 600-page book, which is difficult for me. Man. It's a big book, but it's it's about Peter Cartwright, who's this Methodist church planter in the 19th century, early 1800s, and he's he's planting churches westward as railroads and civilization move westward in America. And um, his it's his autobiography and it's super interesting because he, I disagree with a lot of, a lot of his beliefs. Um, but he's, he's Methodist and he hates Calvinists. He calls them predestinarians. And he, he just like, he's, 
he hates I didn't ask for a, a review on the book. I asked oh, what well, you're, you're going to get it anyways. Lord, and I just fell asleep over here. It's super interesting because like, all these Wild West like drunks show up at his tent meetings. Oh, and, cool. But there's no cops or anything because he's in these like new towns and he's always writing about like beating them up and tying them up when they're you know rowdy and messing up his church meetings and stuff. So yeah. that's what I'm reading. So you both actually um, – you did not um, – ask for requests um or recommendations for books to read at the beginning of the year you actually took a picture of a stack of books how are how are you doing with the stack of books that stack of books is what i read last year not what i'm reading this year well that i don't care what you read last year i want to know what you're reading this year why did you do i that? just told you a backwoods preacher well no, and just i just finished it. a book called how? after acts Blech. So actually, I've taken it's a break. Super from it's about all, the history of the apostles. You've taken a break from all like theological books, right? Yeah, um, you had ash- actually asked for recommendations on. Yeah, why are you so Team Jeremy? I, I don't know why you're mad at Bill, me. Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> chill, <laughs> dude, chill, Bill. Jeez, Louise. All right. Anyways, sorry. Um, I took he's a- reading a Colleen Hoover book right now. Okay, so I'm reading the one I'm reading is uh, Demon Copperhead. Wow, okay, that sounds that? great. Um, it is Barbara Kinsolver. Actually, so I'm about to start that one. My wife is finishing it. I've I've read uh, the last thing he told me. Um, these are all mystery books. Um, I'm, re- I'm I'm what the local woman missing. None of these are at all related to <laughs> to Jesus. No, Clearly, <laughs> so I think yeah. it's I think it's really good to take a break. So the Silent Patient was really good. So I've taken a break from my smutty reading and. Um, oh yeah. I know. Good. It's okay. Is it good? Yeah. Is it good? So the, the reason why let me let me explain why. So I, I did want to get in like I, we we started reading uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. I wanted to start reading fiction and I didn't know really where to start. I know what I like. I like detective stuff. Right. I love I love psychological thrillers. Um. And I and I didn't want to jump straight into like a Christian fiction. I didn't. I just want to like enjoy. I just want to enjoy something that's not. It doesn't feel like I'm reading for work because I think it it is. Uh, Kind of killed my desire to read, so yeah. I kind of want to get away from that. And you can get burned out on it, yeah. Um, well, I will tell you. Um, I think probably from your list, the the recommendations that people, I actually got back into reading some Christian authors who do a lot of mystery. Um, D. Henderson is um, somebody that I discovered uh, probably in my early twenties. Whenever I worked at the library at the college, uh, D. Henderson. Is that long ago? It was a while ago. Oh, okay. You understand. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> Is that funny? I love Jeremy's giggle. <laughs> uh, so, Dee Henderson and Terry Blacksock are two people, two women that I'm reading. I don't like you all today. Um, I'm also, um, I, I know they didn't, the, the listeners don't care what I'm reading to. Re, reading they do to. Care. They, what I'm listening and reading. Um, I'm reading a Laura's, or listening to Laura's Stories auto, uh, audiobook, When God Doesn't Fix It, mm-hmm. kind of telling her story behind the song Blessings. I'm sure you all don't remember that because you all don't listen to good music. The song Blessings? Yeah. I know the blessing. The blessing. No, you are ridiculous. Um, I'm also reading uh, a book for Lent, 40 Days of Hope by Paul David Tripp. Oh, he's always a good author. It's really good, yeah. yeah. I have I, a few daily devotional you know things I'm reading that, too. I, I'm cheating a little bit. I, I'm reading Marriage again. I'm going with a couple guys with the book Marriage. That okay. He it's, it's, which is have always all, a good one. Have you all ever read the book uh, Dirt? Slope. No, but I've played it. No, stop. That's dumb nope. to say. 
It's about it's, it's a West Virginia mud author. Is really good. It's, it's a lady who grew up in West Virginia, and she talks about how um, in her childhood trauma that she like really had this um, this idea of God yeah. being like this big mean God and stuff, and how that through her childhood trauma and getting out of that. You like that? Uh, I'm. Uh, you would like Demon Copperhead. I do like it for right now. Um, it's not what it sounds. I'm like. like in chapter three or four, it's kind of touching a lot on some of my upbringing. So sometimes whenever I read something that hits a little too close to home for me, I have to go at a slower pace with it. Do you do Audible? Uh, yeah, I've just started. Well, not Audible. I do Libby. Okay. Do Demon, listen to Demon Copperhead. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Demon Copperhead. It, it, it has nothing to do with angels and has nothing to do with snakes. You, it's, it's a, it's like Is a, it a Bakker gang? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, well, then I don't it's a read it. You should just read it. Just, just, you would like it. Does it have smutty stuff in it? <laughs> I mean, you can use your imagination, I suppose. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. I don't even know how to end this podcast. Well, go ahead. My head hurts. It's, just, it's that time. It's that time again. Thank you for listening. Hope you have your Tylenol and your bottle of water handy to, <laughs> to finish this episode with. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app. And we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer. <laughs>